What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 575th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Hannah. I have been getting a solid amount of sleep in Pokemon Sleep, so I'm not as tired this week, I think. Placebo. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll we'll talk about it. Placebo sleep effect. Greg is also here. I am also here. I beat the game. Pokemon <laughs> Sleep. I got 100. So there's nowhere else to go. That's it. It was a fun week. I have a friend who got 100 on the first two days. Catch you all losers who are getting like 92 or 93. Get on my level because I got a perfect 100. I'm going to spoil something, Greg. It's, it's not that hard to get 100. <laughs> Did you do it? Yeah. Three days in a row. Lies. You just have to get more than eight and a half hours of sleep. That's it. <laughs> That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Even if you're like not sleeping, it counts. I guess, okay, yeah. well, uh, before we I, we have Pokemon Sleep, we're going to talk about that first. There's some Japan drama. We're going to talk about that. Uh, there's some. Yeah, there is. Comic-Con drama. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, there uh, is. <laughs> and then two new things launch, Roots and Mewtwo in separate games. And, and there's Unite drama. There's always Unite drama. You guys are always mad about, <laughs> like, they'll add, like, a $2 skin. You guys would be mad about that, too. Like, it should have been 99 cents. Should have been 99 cents. Don't start with me. You get mad. I watch your streams. You're mad all the time. That's true. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very true. Well, I guess it depends. So for Pokemon Sleep, it's out. It's here. I think we've had it for, what, like five days? I'll open the app because I got to look at it. It's pretty easy to get 100 because they're basing 100 off of 8.5 hours of sleep. And it doesn't matter how many like little lines that pop up. As long as you did it for eight and a half hours, you're getting 100. <laughs> you're getting 100. You're solid. You're golden. But I don't stay in bed that long. I, don't, I have too many things to do. <laughs> That's why. See, that is how you are cheating your score. You just need to lie there and plan your day and do not move. Correct. You need to add an hour of TikTok before bed, an hour of TikTok after bed. You can also add a nap. In the middle of the day, and that adds to your score. I have yeah. not done it yet. That's but what you I was going to say. That's uh, so if it's eight point five hours for your entire day. So like there, it was two days ago. I think I slept like six and a half hours, and it was like whatever eighty three or eighty four or something. And then I did a two hour nap, and then it changed my score to a hundred. But it shows like two little blocks. Um, okay. On the on the graph, so if if you're, I guess if you're dedicated to getting a hundred every day for really no reason, I'm not <laughs> like. <it's, laughs> if you really want to get a hundred every day, those are the people who are setting it up to say you're sleeping when you're not actually sleeping. Yeah, well, like my, which the, is very uh, easy to do. The a hundred that I got, like, yeah, it, it doesn't matter, but it's cool that it adds a nap on to. That's yeah. what I was curious mm-hmm. about is like if, it, if they're looking for 100 and I sleep like seven hours and then I nap for 90 minutes is going to add those together. And it does, which I think it should. I don't know. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense given how people don't. A lot of people don't sleep in one solid block. Like there's a huge part of the population that sleeps in multiple blocks. Um, they say it's only two. OK, they're they're making choices with yep. what they decided. <laughs> If we're just going to say, sure, we're not going to fight them too I hard on the choices that they I feel like the two is literally there so you don't, 
like cheat the game. But these people are game. already cheating the game. <laughs> there's not even a game there. There's not a game. It's there like, are a ton of people who, who've been getting the error and haven't had their sleep tracked properly. And then there's say, I, I still want to play this game today. I'm just going to say I'm sleeping for an hour and a half, even if I'm just awake and doing stuff. Yeah, that's true. Like if you're a person that doesn't believe in naps, there's nothing stopping you. I know that I know there are people that don't nap at all. I used to be that person. I've converted to naps are one of the greatest things ever made. Spoiler alert. As you get older, naps become far more important to your life. (laughs) They are important when you're a baby and they get way more important as you get older. Not making it through this day awake. Are you kidding? I think it's like the nine to five thing that killed me of like, just like you have to be there and be focused for eight hours and like work the entire time and then like go home and then like there now you can like make dinner and have your hobbies where when I switched to like a work at home lifestyle and I was like, man, I just cannot focus right now. I just I I just don't have any creative energy. I just don't know what to do right now. And then I would nap and then I would wake up and bust out so much more work. Oh, yeah. We had we had nap rooms at work. We had specific nap rooms to deal with that fact that around one o'clock, two o'clock, people are like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> I need a nap. No, I believe in naps. Yeah. Like, so if you're not a napper, you could just tell the game you're you're sleeping like nothing is going to stop you from doing that. I don't want to do that, though. <laughs> I want to be truthful to Pokemon sleep. <laughs> I want it to have the cor- as correct numbers as it can. <laughs> The key phrase is there as it can because it's yep. not it's not great. It's not. Like they already they yeah, already, already lost up. me. They already lost me when it messed up. It's literally said I slept two eight hour sections on Wednesday, both on Wednesday. I'm like, how? Okay, one of those was Thursday. <laughs> then Friday, it decided no, I'm just not on. I no, whatever that was didn't happen. I crashed or did something or shut myself off. I don't know. There are a lot of people who have been having their entire sleep just not counted. Yeah, or I'm going to count four four minutes of that. Like, dude, (laughs) you're not even doing anything. You're literally just sitting like, how long did you have me on my face and not bounce around? I'm like, there's just it's fine, right? Like, it's a you know, it's a a new app. Yeah, but it's also mostly really great. But it's not tracking super well. No, it's not. Tra- and it's mostly a nothing burger. Like there's nothing. It's like we stole ideas from Snap. We stole ideas from <laughs> Pokemon Jump, Magikarp Jump. We stole ideas from camping in. Uh, how can they steal ideas from shield? their own game? <laughs> Magikarp Jump. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I'm actually I am more than neutral. I am I am more positive than neutral on this app. It's just a pleasant thing to look at in the morning instead of opening up my phone and doom scrolling. So it that's actually po- made my mornings more positive. Quickly sliding into Peakman Walk for me, where I already am Pikmin like, why, <laughs> why, are you, why are you making me do anything right away in the morning? I don't want to interact with you right now. I but love I have that in the morning. I'm with Hannah on this. And then... Two, I'm like, okay, well, that was five minutes, and whatever. Like, That's all I, I need? I don't, I don't care anymore. And it, it's quickly slotted into the, I don't really care about this, because I don't, it's not helping me improve my sleep. So it's not accurate enough for me to really glean any great insights from it. 
and it's just like once I'm in there, I'm like, I guess I get some berries and I touch some things and then whatever. Meh. You get to see if there are shiny Pokemon. You get to see if there are Pokemon you like. It has Hoenn Pokemon. It could have Rosalia. It could. I haven't seen it yet. I don't think. But it's again, in the game I'm either. not much of a collector. <laughs> I'm like, I've collected these things a thousand times in different ways. I can't put them in luxury balls. Yeah. I can't move them anywhere. They are just sitting there, which is fine. Like it's not. It's not interesting enough for me to think I really want to do this. It's not a hassle enough for me to actively hate it. It's just sliding down in the, I do I want to spend my time dealing with this right now? And it's not a lot of generally, time, nah. Even though it's not a lot of time, it's like, ugh, I, okay, I guess. It's definitely not a game for everyone. I have seen people be really annoyed with it, some for very valid reasons, because the sleep isn't getting tracked properly, because you can roll over on your Go++ way too easily. I still don't have my Go++. No that's clue where it is. Oh, that's what I was going to ask, Greg, if you were using the Go++ to track your sleep that messed up, because I had a similar issue to Mm-mm. you. The app came out on Wednesday, if I remember. Wednesday in the US, if I remember Wednesday, correctly. Wednesday, yep. And I don't go to bed till like 4 a.m., my normal bedtime. So realistically, the first day I get to do it is Thursday at 4 a.m., <laughs> 4 a.m., right? Like, I'm not going to bed Wednesday night. I'm going to bed Thursday morning. For whatever reason, it worked. And then all of a sudden, it changed my sleep data. Mm-hmm. So it's now it now said I slept a 94 on Wednesday, which is not true. I went to sleep on Thursday. And then it said I slept a 25 on Thursday, which I only slept once on Thursday. That was at four in the morning to noon. My my maybe my my theory is I accidentally pressed the Pikachu and it started sleeping because I had it in my pocket. Yeah, um, it keeps turning on in my bag, and yeah, I I keep the lullaby sound on so that I can hear when it accidentally turns on in my bag. They've made it way too easy to accidentally click the button. Yeah, well, ideally, the 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 Pikachu... So in order to start the lullaby, your device needs to be flat. If you start it sideways, it'll, like, beep at you. It'll, like, it'll flash red. But, like, because I wear hoodies, I'll slide it in my hoodie pocket. And then if I put my seatbelt on, that's flat enough for it. So now I have to, like, consciously be like... Oh wait! I gotta make sure nothing's touching this because otherwise it's gonna think I'm sleeping. <laughs> this is a solid product. But even so, so I'm assuming that I like started the lullaby for like ninety or twenty, ninety minutes or two hours, and that's why that second part showed up. But why did the first part of me sleeping Thursday from four a.m. to noon go back to Wednesday? It's worked fine since. I've like I have a ninety-four, twenty-five, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred, and this one of the hundreds was because I slept twice. Yeah, I mean like. There was a point of me of like, can I go back? Can I delete this data because it's like technically not right? Can I like manually adjust it? And you can pay ma- for you, that. You <laughs> can do that with the premium subscription, but only within the last 24 hours. So I noticed it 26 hours later. Yep. So Get I wrecked. couldn't adjust it. Uh, you guys are both free, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like you, but didn't do like I, no free tri- s- like you didn't even do the free trial. You're like No. Okay, cuz no. that you get the 14-day no. free trial. I looked at it and it said what exactly would I be getting for yeah. $10 a month? Not I wanted to learn nothing. the game first and then decide if I wanted the free trial. That makes sense cuz like once once 
you only get the free trial once, right? So mm-hmm. yeah. The here's the uh, as a sleeping app, Pokemon Sleep is bad. Like yeah. it it's it's not doing anything that you Greg is right here. Although I dis I like the game. I will be I, I, I think it's really enjoyable. I like checking it before I go to bed. I love checking it when I wake up. My cat is having a field day behind me. Um, <laughs> I like checking it a couple times throughout the day. It is very, I don't think Greg's wrong. It's very Pikmin Bloom. You can do very little in the app, but like, you know, you're supposed to be doing a specific thing. In this game, it's sleeping. In Pikmin Bloom, it is turn it on, start walking. When you're done walking, you go, oh, that's how much I walked. That's the, g- the gist of both of those games. <laughs> I will say it's a bad sleep tracker. I won't necessarily say it's a bad sleep app. It is actually helping me with my sleep right now, as long as they fix their big time bug soon. Because so far, I have been motivated to go to bed on time, but I'm not getting the credit for it because mm-hmm. their time is an hour off. Mm-hmm. Everything in the game happens an hour off of what the actual clock is. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't they're... actually have that issue. Like Wait, Mine what? is synced up where I'm having the correct time, except if I look at what it's saying for the data, the data is off. But like it, the alarm goes off at the right time. It says I'm in bed at the right time. But when it records the data, the data is wildly off. That's how I have two Wednesdays. Like, I don't know what it's doing. I don't understand how between what it's saying to me on the surface of my phone and I'm looking at the app to after I'm done and running the report and it's wildly off. The clock- but also all my breakfast times are all right. Like I've gone oh. in and said, this is it's the right time. It's not I don't have to wait till seven. Like there's something weird happening, not with everybody, because I don't have the issues that everybody else has, except for when it's recording the data. And then I'm like, that is not how that happened at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. I, I only I only had that one issue that I talked about. I, I, like, I forgot that I had the Google Sleep app thingy. I've had it mm-hmm. for like two years. It's been recording my sleep data for two years. I just realized I had it like two weeks ago on this show when I brought it up because I've tried I've tried to sleep with the Fitbit. I've tried to sleep with the Apple Watch. I've tried to sleep with the thing that goes on your like underwear. It's like a little like pebble thing that goes on your underwear. It's supposed to be like your waistband, but you would put it on your boxers or your boxer briefs or your tried that. Um, I tried the like a Kickstarter thing that was like a scrunchie that you would put around your forearm. Oh, yeah, that thing started on fire. They had to recall it. Um. But the okay, so everyone knows that Google makes like these little displays, the little Google Homes that go oh, in your kitchen. Those. They they yeah. made one for the bed, and it uses like it. There's a camera up there, but it's not a real camera. It's like an infrared camera, um, and it's supposed it's, to. I mean, it's wa- a real camera. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's it's a real camera. It's just not recording video footage it's still a real camera if you're gonna get on me about other things not being real we're gonna say that is a real camera you can't like facetime on that camera like you can the other one in like the kitchen <laughs> it's not the, a video it camera real weird <laughs> so it's supposed to like sense you getting in bed and then watching you and then obviously that thing has microphones so i can compare that directly with pokemon sleep and so on thursday 
where Pokemon Sleep said I had 100% because I was in bed for eight. I was literally in bed eight hours and 31 minutes. <laughs> I like, <laughs> perfect, 100%. And it, ga- it gave me 100%. So I think I think like a normal person who's maybe never done a sleep app was like, oh, I got 100%. This is the best I can sleep, right? Because I, I feel like that's what it's like insinuating, even though it yeah. might. Mm-hmm. That would be, if I know nothing about sleep and it's giving me 100 out of 100, it would be like, oh, you passed. You, you, you graduated. Congratulations. So my Google Sleep gives me way more data. Again, I don't do anything. I don't set it. I don't tell it that I'm sleeping. I don't tell it that I wake up. It's just been doing this for two years. It says, I was actually only asleep Five hours and 52 minutes. I was in bed for eight hours and one minute, which at one point I'm out of bed for probably 20 minutes. I think I got up. I went to the bathroom. I like switched out some laundry in the middle of the night. I probably got like a made cosmic, some pies. I got like a cosmic brownie, you know, so it took in account that I left the bed. Pokemon sleep does not do that. Like, no, nah. yeah, it just keeps saying it keeps thinking you're in bed. It said my efficiency was a 73 percent. I got in bed at 3.44 a.m. I got, I, wo- I got out of bed at 12.12 12 p.m., so about eight hours. So that's close to what Pokemon Sleep said. It said I fell asleep within a couple minutes. Uh, when I woke up, I technically stayed in bed for 42 minutes. And then it has... Uh, I, I can keep going. It has way more data. I can keep going. Like, Yeah, th- I mean... This thing yeah. was $129 or something. I'm sure it was like... I'm sure I got it on sale. But, like, it gave me so much more data than the $55 Pokeball Plus thing. I mean, you could use your phone for free, but it's getting the same data. It's not like the Pokeball mm-hmm. Plus Plus has more advantage. That being said, I like the game. I, I think the game part is good. I am saying that the sleep part is so yeah. nothing. Yeah. The sleep tracking is Do not is make sleep-based decisions off of this app. <laughs> Do not. This app is telling you... Nothing. And as far as I can tell, the graph that it gives you after this is like AI generated. Like you're <laughs> up and down. And not like, it's great. It's random. not great. You just, it's not completely just... random. It does have an algorithm that tries to kind of fit your sleep to the way that people generally sleep, which is in the earlier parts of the night, you're supposed to be getting more deep sleep. In the later parts of the night, you're supposed to be getting more REM sleep. And it kind of trends that way. It's not a great graph. So nah, I I am the nope. opposite of Steve. I have the Apple Watch and I have the Aura Ring, so I do wear trackers on me when I sleep a lot of the time, and I have also been comparing. And yes, the Plus Plus is not a great tracker. If you don't have anything making a ton of sound, making a ton of movement in your bed, then the Plus Plus is going to overestimate how much you sleep. If you have other things making a bunch of sound or other beings or animals moving around a whole lot, then it's probably going to underestimate how much you sleep. But maybe not by much because it doesn't seem to be really that sensitive. Though it does seem like when you are using the phone app for Pokemon Sleep and not the Plus Plus, it will underestimate the amount of sleep if you have any sort of noise going on. That it really picks up on the noise. No, no, not in my, no, my dogs wander around. Kaiju (laughs) literally sat on my phone because he wanted to be on my head. And of course, this has to be by my head. So he's literally sitting on the phone. I'm like, buddy, nah, we're not doing this. And he got real mad. But it's it's a game. It is not yeah. a sleep tracker, and people I really mean, this is, need. This is this is what they told me at the the yep. thing. They they said it is it is a game that encourages encourages you creating healthy habits. 
Yeah. Do not yeah. make decisions based off of this app. <laughs> it isn't telling you much of anything. What was the thing that made me laugh this last time I did it? Yeah, like how it decides how much time I was dozing, snoozing, and slumbering. Yeah. Really? Because, um... Well, the slumbering is supposed to be the REM, right? You have me no. never slumbering, which, not true. It's got 2%. I, I was snoozing 69% of the time. Nice. And dozing 29% of the time. So I decided that I was the dozing type this time. And I'm like, I literally did not sleep any different than... Uh, the night before, uh, which I uh, was slumbering 36% of the time. So again, your AI seed for Saturday was much different than the one you did before that. It, it, yeah, it's just like, mm, yeah, you're just guessing. These are these are <laughs> not good. These are not good graphs. I'm looking at the <laughs> difference between Pokemon Sleep's graph and my Aura Ring graph. Is is the Aura Ring the one you pay, uh, like, six bucks a month for? Yeah, I've had it long enough that I'm past the free trial on that. I mean, I, I listed off a bunch of numbers for my Google <laughs> app that I, like, barely look at. Uh, is it equal amount of numbers it is giving you? It is way more amount of numbers that it is giving me. One of the reasons I do pay for the Aura Ring is because it tracks things like my temperature and my heart rate throughout okay. the night, and that that gives me more information about... Even if I slept a long time, it gives me more information about things going on in my body that could relate to why I still don't feel great, even if I slept for eight hours. And the ring tracks that. And there is no way the plus plus could do that right. <laughs> at no. all. I mean, there are plenty of sleep apps in the app store. Um, I, I went through them. I don't know if we talked about them on the podcast or if that was just Twitch stream, but th three of the five sleep at top sleep apps in the app store are $60 a year. Yeah. And then the and I think the number one sleep app is $50 a year. I don't remember what it's called. And then there was one that was $70 a year. So Pokemon Sleep charging $100 a year for part of it having a very I would say less than mediocre sleep tracking feature. It's like okay, like that doesn't come close to the $50 a year, $60 a year kind of stuff. So what about the game part? And the game part is good, but it's really hard to justify $10 a year for this mm -hmm. kind of game. Even though, like, I think what hurts it, maybe not what not hurts it, you could do the almost the same exact stuff for free. Like, the game is very playable without spending yep. any money. Yeah. The spending money that I'm doing, I, I, I'm on the free trial for the record. <laughs> <laughs> all, all it's really doing is it, it, it's doing a couple things. Number one, it is it is giving you that premium biscuit. So that premium biscuit is pretty mm -hmm. much guaranteeing you a catch a session that or good, a day. Good mm -hmm. biscuit. Uh, because I think the premium biscuit gives like plus. Like I gave it to a uh, uh, sphere this morning, and it said plus twelve, even though the sphere only needed five. Whoa! And then you're so you're getting a premium biscuit. You're getting a hundred extra points. You can use those points to buy more biscuits, right? Or like tents or incense or whatever. You're getting a good camp ticket once a month, which is a ten dollar purchase on its own. So I guess if you were going to buy the good camp ticket for 
$10 in the store, you might as well just get a month of premium because they're the same price. Uh, and then we're uh, in three months, you're supposed to get the very elusive special rewards, which I, I don't know what they do. The prices so in this game are absurd. It's not yeah. just the subscription price. The the box that you can buy in the store, like the the beginning release bundle, <laughs> is fifty dollars. Oh, you better believe it is. Yeah, you so you get access to the premium store. So in the premium store, a pokey biscuit is a hundred points and a great biscuit is four hundred points. And then if I was if I was like a regular person, I can't even get a great biscuit. It's not available. You you can only be premium to buy a great biscuit. If I wanted a pokey biscuit, it would be 150. So it's it's 50 percent more because you're free, um, which is like whatever I guess. Uh, the premium exchange store only has pokey biscuit, great biscuit, candy candy medium, dream cluster medium. I have no clue what dream clusters do. Sub skill seed and main skill seed. Um, and then, of course, you could buy like a Master Ball in the regular exchange store. Uh, so I feel like the hook of this game, whether it's it, it's like the same that a lot of games uses uses, it's like the fear of missing out is you'll want to try to make sure that like if a shiny shows up or if your favorite Pokemon shows up, you have enough biscuits to win them over because they're going to be gone if you don't take that opportunity. Except that when a Pokemon shows up in the morning, you can buy the biscuits that morning after you have seen the Pokemon and then just use them on that Pokemon. You can buy them last minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like if you don't have like right now, the reason that people have so many points is because they're running that promotion. So you're getting what, like 600 points a day for seven days. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'm getting an extra 100 points a day because I'm on the free trial. So very quickly, I have realized that... I'm not going to have this luxury of 700 extra. Like every day I could buy a great ball and like two Pokeballs and still have points left over. I can't. I'm not going to be able to do that. Like a great ball in the future is going to be 400. And if I'm if I'm maxing my sleep and I'm getting 100 points, plus I'm getting 100 points for being a premium subscriber, that's only 200 points a day. And so I would have to perfectly sleep. Well, not perfectly because you could just... <laughs> whatever um i would have to do that two days in order to get a great ball and right now it's day five and i've gotten a great ball every day because they're giving me so many points so it's it feels like the game it feels like the game the game feels good because of the 600 of day points that are coming but in a week i think a lot of people are going to fall off because the economy is actually going to become more realistic of like, oh, mm -hmm. everything seemed a little more flexible because they were giving away 600 points a day. And now I that's gone. Barely bought anything. I bought one Pokeball cookie, one Pokeball biscuit, and I'm still catching a Pokemon once a day. Oh, I'm catching two Pokemon a day every day. Yeah, but it's, it's, I don't know. I don't feel a drive to need to catch as many Pokemon as possible in this game once I... a day. I just think it's a pleasant little experience. <laughs> I, I've caught one other one because it made me use my Master Ball cookie, and that yeah. is all I've done. Yeah. I, I think, though, like, like the, the, the Master Ball cookie is a really good example because on the second day, it makes you use it. And I woke up, and my only option was Slowpoke. 
Like no other Pokemon visited me, even though I had like a- only other option was a second Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, because like the, so the only other option, the only option I had was Slowpoke and I slept really good. So it was a bit of a bummer to wake up and be like, oh, only one Pokemon visited me. But then I'm also, but then you also have a Pokemon that will be more hungry. So when you give him the biscuit, you're more likely to catch him. But if that's not the Pokemon you want, and then you don't have enough points, like you could just There's straight not up always a buy. guaranteed Pokemon that's more hungry. I just got my first one today. Did you say there's always a guarantee? No, there is not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not always guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. But you can tell, like, for those that maybe didn't read the rules of the game, uh, which was me for the first two days, they have, like, little markers above them. Most of them are, like, four or five. So a Pokeball mm-hmm. is one of those markers, and then a Great Ball is three of those. There's no Ultra Ball in this, Ultra Biscuit in this game. <laughs> but... Obviously, the master balls, uh, the master biscuits, one hundred percent. And then, do you guys know how much you get for the free biscuit? Because I don't know what that is. I only three. get oh, it's three it's for three. the free. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when it's I three gave for the daily my premium biscuit, it gave it nine. It was it was three hearts of plus three plus three plus three. Yeah, Ooh, fancy ten dollar <laughs> premium biscuit. You know that's what's wrong with you millennials is your avocado toast and your premium biscuits. Ruining the economy. You, Go to I mean, Applebee's you, like the rest of us. You do get a premium biscuit every day, so it is pretty much like a plus three is not a guaranteed catch. No. No. You could give it plus three, and then you could give it a Pokeball, and then it could decide that it's full, and then you don't get to finish it off. And that happened to me yesterday. But then I yeah. found the Swablu again today, so I caught it. <laughs> Did it remember that you gave it stuff before? Yes, and actually two Swablu appeared today, when yesterday there had only been one. But both of them had the progress I had made yesterday until I caught one of them. So both had the progress. Yes. So if you are trying to get to know which one you pay for before, (laughs) it's like put a put a value in the Swablu column. There's fifty of them. Don't care. Just make it all. If you're going for a particular shiny Pokemon, if you really, really want a particular shiny Pokemon, one uh, strategy that you can use in this ridiculous game. Is that you can kind of feed that Pokemon non-shiny. Like, if you see that Pokemon non-shiny earlier on, you can feed it just enough so that you can for sure get it with a daily biscuit once you see the shiny one. Hacks. (laughs) Already hacking the game. I'm going to put, it's like putting my pedometer on the washing machine. I got 17,000 steps. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I guess for me, because I have the currency i'm able to catch more pokemon as soon as uh, assuming they show up although i did like greg get another pikachu only because that pikachu was super hungry so it was like very easy to catch it because he was the hungry one so i have three pikachu in my camp right now i have the one you start with the one that showed up and then the one wearing the sleep hat because i connected it to the plus plus so i just got three pikachus hanging out I th- i'm thinking to myself i might as well keep catching all the pikachus that show up i might as well just have quarter of the pikachu market pika coin okay the store not to be confused with the premium pass but the the general store they have a uh as of a recording 26 days left there is a release celebration bundle small and a release celebration bundle medium the smallest 600 gems which includes which is about ten dollars 
Yeah, which includes 15 Pokey Biscuits and three incense, friend incense, and then the 3,000 gems, which is uh, $47.99. Yep. <laughs> $47.99 USD cents. Uh, that is 20 great biscuits, seven friend incense, and uh, three helper whistles. I don't know what the helper whistles do. And then there is the get three bonus dream clusters. Don't know what dream clusters do. If you want to do these bargains, you can only get three of these bargains. Uh, they'll reset in eight days. One is 600 gems, which is eight pokey biscuits, which is better. Well, it's not as good as the celebration. All right. Here's the here's the description of the helper whistle. OK, OK. An especially energizing whistle. One blow and your team of helpers will gather three hours worth of berries and ingredients for you. This will not cause the main skills to trigger. Yeah, that makes sense. If you're trying to level up your week's Snorlax quicker. Them getting berries is so you can cook Snorlax meals because one of the... Mm, right? No. No. So berries are different from the ingredients you can put in the oh, meals. The berries go like, straight into Snorlax's box and yeah, it just eats it just, them. It just eats them berries. That's that's like the slow way to level them up. You would do all of it. You need to do all of it. <laughs> Okay, how, how often are you checking this app? Are you checking it like twice a day, five I'm, times a I'm day? I'm checking it now. <laughs> I do it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then at other points if I get bored. So right now I have a level two Great Ball Snorlax, almost okay. level three Great Ball Snorlax, and I have not done the premium at all. Okay, I have a level two, not almost level three Snorlax. And Sounds I like I have premium. been opening the app more than you. <laughs> Yeah, I have a level one Great Ball Snorlax because I don't interact with this much. Although I will say that my Charmander loves finding sausages. She's a <laughs> sausage hound. <laughs> it's very Magikarp jump in the, like you can check it more often, but there's not a lot to check. Like <laughs> it's such why. a cute game. Yeah, the 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 store is very expensive. Although I can see that that doesn't matter because they just need mm -hmm. people who don't people who are are luxurious enough to not consider $50 a lot of money right like yeah they just need a handful of people that like $50 is literally nothing you know these are probably people that fly first class and that is a norm for them right like this is the same reason why in Pokemon Unite there are $40 skins because they know that like there's enough enough people out there that will pay yeah. the $40 skins that it will it will pay for itself. I just got I just my Snorlax to great level three. Hey. Gee, and you're free? What am I paying for? <laughs> what are you paying for? <laughs> I just I have a hard time thinking that this is going to be somebody's it game. Like, this is the game I'm sinking all no, my it, money into. No, it's a casual this game. Is, um, it is a, this, is, this is... It has this a lot of detail, me. but you can only play so much. I mean, I feel like you could say the same thing about Pokemon Go. Like, there's so many people. That, I think there's more people that play Pokemon Go that's like, I've never given this game money. And that's totally valid. But, like, sometimes I look at even me, who's level 48 in Pokemon Go. I've given it probably $200 a year every year since it's come out. Richie Rich over here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, what, $10, 10 to $20 a month. So, eventually, it hits like 200 
But even even me, I'm like, man, people are spending like fifteen dollars a day on remote raids. Now they're not anymore. <laughs> more not expensive. anymore. <laughs> or people, or people will always be purchasing incubators. And I'm just like, what are you mm-hmm. trying to hatch? Like, I'm just so tired of hatching. Still like, still trying Dara- to get that larvesta. There, there are still people trying to get that larvesta. Yeah, I mean, I guess like I hatched like a, a larvitar from like a 10k, and I'm like. What am I doing? Why? Why does this exist anymore? <laughs> so like, I can totally like, I get it. Like, I when people look at stuff and they're like, like, who's giving Pokemon Go money? I totally get it. But I, I see the person giving sleep money. Like, I do like the game enough where I'm like, maybe I'll give it like the one time ten dollar thing for this limited edition bundle because that would be helpful. But I can't stop thinking about how in three more days i'm not going to get 600 points and all of a sudden everything is going to be much harder from my use my like the yeah, play style if you want to go at the same pace yeah right 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 Which i'm gonna clearly lose your pacing. snorlax isn't leveling up at the same pace so you're yeah, not I don't even know. going what, that I, fast you gotta give me the sick tips hannah i don't know what i'm doing you just here. have to eat breakfast lunch and dinner your snorlax just has to eat breakfast lunch, oh and okay dinner. okay so i always skip breakfast that's probably yeah, why that might I, be it I always skip lunch because you don't need three meals a day. You don't. <laughs> well, that's, part, that's also part of the problem. Even Mr. Joe Serby tweeted, it's really hard to give him all three meals because you're eventually going to ca- run out of ingredients. Yeah. I haven't hit that point yet because my Bulbasaur really likes finding honey. Dang. I you, mean, uh, yeah, honey Bulbasaur and a sausage. My Charmander's a sausage hound, and I already didn't have enough for 15. But you don't need 15. At a certain point, you can I, unlock it so like, you don't need. Yeah. It was like, oh, hey, we got three. And then Sorlax was like, yeah, I guess. Fine. <laughs> you're, you're cheap. Yeah, I can totally see somebody giving this game money because they want to catch two Pokemon every session, no matter what. Or they want to go to bed every night with an incense. Or they want the good tent. I have a ticket for the free good t- tent. I don't. I haven't used it yet because I, I'm going to wait for the weekly reset or whatever, which I think is on Sundays for everyone. I think so, yeah, the Sunday, yeah. Monday. So I was like, oh, well, if I'm starting on a Wednesday, why would I use the tent? They said the tent lasts a week. I just don't get why anybody would have that much motivation except for somebody running a website like Serebii. I. Because, I don't know. This Hannah, is a fun, you want game. the big Snorlax. <laughs> I get wanting a shiny immediately. So I, I get buying stuff when, when a shiny pops up and you don't have the materials. That's the one thing that really makes sense to me. But I don't feel like I want to go faster on this game. I said it last week. I want to play this game for as long as I can. It does seem like it's going to try and grow and keep being a thing, though. There's a tab for events. This is trying to be a living game, at least. I mean, Magikarp Jump, okay, so two two things. Number one is, like, we brought up Pokemon Go and how people pay a lot of money in Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go, out of every Pokemon game that probably exists, is actually probably the most fair game for your dollar. And I mm, say that yeah. because I guarantee you 99% of people listening to this podcast have never opened Cafe Mix and looked at the acorn prices in Cafe Mix, because holy cow, that game is outrageous when it comes to pricing. And Do you po- know how hard it is to get acorns in this time of year? <laughs> Next to impossible. They don't. They aren't ready yet. 
what you got to do is you got to wait for the squirrels to start hiding them everywhere. And then it's just, you know, locally source them for free. And, and squirrels Pokemon, don't remember where they put things. Pokemon Unite, for the most part, wants $10 a month for their premium pass raid, like whatever, whatever it's called. I can't remember what it's called. The, the, the battle pass, battle pass. They yeah. want they want ten dollars a month for their battle pass. They have forty dollars skins, right? There's there's a lot of things in Pokemon Unite that cost money. Um, and then what is the other Pokemon game that? Oh, Masters. Masters. We we look Masters is a, they 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 fix a lot of things about Masters. It's a very fun character collecting game. The battling is still good if you like the battling. Very easy to ignore. But let's not let's the not stories kid our, are great. Let's not kid ourselves when pulling ten characters in Masters. Is, is not cheap. <laughs> 11. At least they made that so you're always, if you're pulling a 10, it's 11. But yeah, no, it is not cheap. I did actually give them money during the bead one, and I still did get bead. And I'm like, well, that's the one time you're ever getting cash out of me. I will pay, I will pay for a game that I play a lot exactly once. And if I don't get what I want, never again. <laughs> I, I, I don't think any of those games, I just listed a bunch of Pokemon games because this is, I don't know if you guys know, this is a Pokemon podcast. That's why I listed a bunch what? of Pokemon games. But there are a lot of mobile games, thousands out there that are charging whatever they want for things because they know they just need a small amount of players to purchase the higher end stuff. Uh, Pikmin Bloom, this is my second point, for a very long time, didn't really have like a store. You could buy like flowers, even though they were pretty easy to get. The fl- I would say flowers and Pikmin Bloom were very similar to Pokeballs. Like if you lived in a big city and you just played a lot, it just you just the return just came back to you. If you lived in the middle of nowhere, yeah, maybe you need to buy. Good luck. Obviously, there was clothes you could buy. Um, storage, just like Pokemon Go or Pokemon Sleep, you can increase your storage with real money. That's at least permanent, unlike flowers or nectar. Uh, but weirdly enough, overnight, Pikmin Bloom decided to add. So most games have like a ninety-nine cents, a five dollars, a ten dollars, a twenty dollars, a hundred dollars. Pikmin Bloom has a two hundred and nineteen dollar option for thirty-four thousand coins. <laughs> Which, what? <laughs> why it's not two fifty? Why it's not two hundred? It is two hundred and twenty dollars. You get. 34,000 coins, but you will get a bonus 11,779 free coins included at that price. I have no clue. I have been playing Pikmin. (laughs) Why? What? To do what? For what? What? For why? For what? (laughs) Everything in Pikmin Bloom is just to accelerate. Accelerate the way you plant flowers, ex- get more nectar, get more petals, buy more incubators or planters, they're called in this game. Everything is just to accelerate. And th- th- there, are, that's like, at least in Pokemon, you could, you could be like, well, I could see yourself paying money for a shiny. That doesn't exist in Pikmin. You're just like, well, I'm, you're just planting. Well, there are technically more rare Pikmin, but Chef Hat. I want my chef hat. I got to hatch a chef hat. It's just Pikmin. interesting that this is the like every game is free, but if you would like to give us money. And I have nothing I have I have nothing against giving a game money if I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. I I've given Unite in the like what Unite's almost 2 years old. I've given Unite I think $60 in 2 years and yep. I I don't regret that. Like I've enjoyed my 
300 some hours in Pokemon Unite. Like, like I've given Pikmin Bloom in two years $25, I think. Which I've played Pikmin Bloom, I think, more than I've played Diablo 4. And I've spent $100 on Diablo 4 because that was like the play it four days early special mount battle pass. I played Pikmin Blue more and I got more value. <laughs> like, I, I kind of don't... I, I'm having such a good time with sleep. I kind of do want to throw it a couple extra dollars. But also, I, I, I just don't know what the long-term... Out, like, I don't, I don't know what the long-term outlook of sleep looks like at this point. Yeah, what's your ROI yeah. on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, they have an events tab in there. They have places for things to happen, and I expect they may be able to make the Pokedex expand too, because right now it seems like it only includes the first three generations. But this this already yes. feels like more was more than was in Magikarp Jump, because Magikarp Jump oh, yeah. was great, but it launched and it was there. Yeah, it launched yeah. and it was there. Look, I'm excited for the next event where everybody has to sleep at the exact same time throughout the world, <laughs> so that they can actually finally... Take over the world without anybody being awake for it. Everybody, we're calling it the coma week. All of you just need to sleep for a week and you'll get a million coins. Do not care about what's happening in the world around you. It'll be fine when you wake up. Uh, I, Magikarp Jump isn't even updated to like the newer iPhone screens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you think it would be? I, you know, I don't know what the last time I opened that game was. I wanted to look at the store, but then I realized, like, I don't have my data anymore because it was, like, five phones ago. <laughs> I mean, that is a flash of the pan game. But they did, they did have a store, one. and I remember the store in Magikarp Jump kind of being ridiculous as well, but... They I, did have a store, but they had an amount you could max out at. A friend was pointing this out the other day, that you could pay up to, I think, $100 in that store, and that got you everything, and you couldn't pay more after mm -mm. that. There was actually a wall. And in Pokemon Sleep, you can pay $100 a year for just the subscription and $50 for the opening right, box. I'm in, I'm in, yeah, I'm back in you Magikarp can still buy the Jump. other boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back in. What am I, where am I, what am I looking for? Where's the, where's the store? Oh, I don't know where the store I don't remember. would be. <laughs> Shop! Okay, yeah, give us the prices. A spell tag's 400 diamonds. That, well, how much are diamonds? Okay, diamonds was the same, same currency as sleep. Oh, wait, here it is. Diamond shop. No, well, where do I buy, actually buy diamonds? It's possible that the game is so old you can't give it money anymore. <laughs> Very likely. Uh, 50 diamonds is 99 cents. In Pokemon Sleep, 60 is $1.19. Okay. Uh, 250 diamonds is $4.99. In Pokemon Sleep, 260 is 479. Better deal, better deal, better deal, better deal. 550 <laughs> diamonds is 999. And these are all just slightly off. In Pokemon Sleep, 620 is 1099. Hey, on the plus side, you can you if you want a positive thought here, inflation <laughs> hasn't hit the Pokemon <laughs> diamond industry. Uh, 1,200 diamonds in Magic Jump is 1999. That seems about on track with fifteen hundred for twenty three ninety nine. And the last option is two thousand one hundred and fifty diamonds for thirty four ninety nine. Yeah, and this is where Pokemon Sleep just offers pack or bundles that are way more. So thirty one hundred diamonds for forty seven ninety nine, or seven thousand diamonds for almost a hundred dollars. 
I kind of want to pull the trigger. <laughs> Don't. I want to know what I'm getting. Nothing. I mean, I know you what I'm getting. getting nothing. I'm getting, I'm getting nothing. I wonder how many people are going to... This will be our, my, my last thought before we go to break, because we have to go to break. I wonder how many people are... I, I, I almost think it's deceptive. I almost think the like first week or two of this game are going to be overly generous so people lock mm-hmm. into the six month trial of this game because they get their 14 days for free and then they stop playing after a month or so mm-hmm. that's how these work tried and true method <laughs> that's why subscriptions exist because realistically I- I'm not trying to shade or shame anyone for giving the game money if you're having a good time but like if you're gonna like you maybe you should give it just the one month trial and then if you if you're happy with your month and that's good and you got your enjoyment i mean what was that two two cups of coffee at starbucks and then you don't have to feel bad that you're not playing the game for five more months and how how did our standard of how much things cost become cups of coffee (laughs) at starbucks i don't know is that not a good analogy why i mean it's an okay analogy. It is basically saying, like, here's this other frivolous thing, coffee, that you're wasting money on. Like, I don't think I you're... mean our culture, as someone who doesn't <laughs> drink coffee, our I culture puts a either. lot into coffee. I mean, like, let's compare it to gallons of milk. This is how many <laughs> but gallons that, but of some gas. Some people don't like milk. Oh, here's how many gallons of gas that you have. Look, I don't like coffee. People don't go to Starbucks. I don't like Starbucks either. Here's how many loaves of, you know, it used to be loaves of bread that we used to compare okay, things but to. Starbucks is way cheaper than your ma and pa coffee shop with like, so you either go to Starbucks and you get like mediocre coffee at like a, a price with like somebody very depressed with life working behind the counter, which is like fine. Or you can go to like some like standalone coffee shop where they're going to charge you like two dollars more coffee and then you're going to have some hipster edgelord behind the counter that wants to have a whole conversation with you which i don't want and they're all jobs they're all jobs where they're all getting yelled at for doing their job and i don't think that the other cups of coffee cost that much more (laughs) i would rather go to my local support my local business than union busting starbucks so let's Let's get, let's come, okay, this is it. For YouTube, come up with the new thing we're measuring money against, because Starbucks is off! <laughs> well, no it seems like it should be diamonds, because diamonds hasn't had any inflation. That's true. Maybe, maybe, Greg, I haven't found uh, an independent coffee shop in Minneapolis, St. Paul. You don't that... like people. What? Why no, would you, I just, I don't why want... would you find a... You like don't want to talk to your hairdresser. You don't want to talk that's to your barista. You don't want to talk to your oil people. You don't want to talk to your people who are helping you at the grocery I, store. I will you say don't the people want to talk Caribou, to your which, bankers. Which, okay, you don't you don't want to talk to anybody? And you're like, who is great here? And I'm like, why does it matter? You don't want to interact with them. For the record, I don't go to Starbucks. I go to Caribou, and I've always had good interactions at Caribou. But I can't use yeah, Caribou as an analogy because they closed down ninety percent of them that weren't in Minnesota. You yeah. can also want to support better companies even if you aren't in the mood to talk to people that day. That's I say why as an introvert. I'm looking for something that isn't Starbucks, but also not charging me three extra dollars for a drink that's not Spy that house. great. I could list a ton in your area. Mm. Nah, the care the the caribous I go to are are, are pretty. The pretty, caribous are pretty, good. Yeah. Look, you are supporting a tech. Just like when I shop at Target, I'm supporting a local business. 
You can't go to Caribou and support your local businesses. No, I'm I'm just not a person that like shames somebody into getting a cup of coffee because like that that is like that is my parents would be like the reason you can't do this is because you're getting one one five dollar Starbucks drink a week and this is why you don't have money. Look, if that if the, your five dollar Starbucks drink a week genuinely makes you happy and that's something you look forward to, then it's worth the five bucks. Just like if the $40 Cramorant skin in Pokemon Unite genuinely makes you happy, then get the Cramorant skin. Like, get it. Get, get, get it. the skin. Just get it. It's fine. Just do it. Just, just do it. Spend just the $70 in Pokemon impulses. Sleep. You're going to love it. I, just, I guarantee it. Just, just spend your money. Just, just spend give it. Give me your money. I, give me, I need money. Give your money to me. I will bet. I'll, I'll, I'll make you a cup of coffee for $15. We're all getting avocado toast after this. All right. Heck yeah. Uh, we could take a break and when we come back, we're going to talk about stuff getting canceled. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like you. We'll be right, right back. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all in one platform for building a brand. You can stand out, you can succeed online. If you're looking just to start something new, to engage with your audience, Squarespace allows you to build a beautiful website and lets you sell anything. Your products, your blogs, your words, your time. You can sell it all. Sometimes you just want a place to host everything with Twitter and YouTube and Twitch and threads. Maybe you just want a place to put everything together. And Squarespace allows that. They have asset libraries where you can upload, organize, and access all your content in one place. They have a video collection feature where you can host video content and you can organize your video library all in one place. They also have an online store where you can sell your products all in one place. You can do all of this on Squarespace. PokemonPodcast.com hosted on Squarespace for a decade. They're great. They're reliable. You should check them out. So head over to Squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, launch. You can go to squarespace.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T to save 10% off your first purchase of website and domain. Supports the show, supports you, supports your brand. Squarespace.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. This podcast is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Now, we're not talking about food. We're talking about clothes. Bird Dogs make you look good. It's summertime. Maybe you're in the mood for some khaki shorts. Their khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh, and it gives your leg that sculpted look you might be looking for. You've heard of Lululemon? Bird Dogs is exactly the same, but better. They fit better than regular shorts. They look better than regular shorts. They don't have restricting cotton and they stretch. Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool all day long. And for you all, if you go over to birddogs.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T, you can get a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That is Bird Dogs, bird like the animal, dog like the animal, dot com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t for a free yeti style tumbler and you won't want to take your bird dogs off they're promising you i'm promising you and the birds 
slash dogs out there also promising you. And we are back from our break. There's this little thing called Pokemon Worlds that is happening in like two and a half, I don't know, three weeks. I don't know. Something like that. It's soon. Sooner than it feels like. It's very soon. Uh, I, yeah, it's, it's, I think it takes place on the 11th. It does. So yeah, yeah about three weeks away. Uh, and the Pokemon company decided to announce that they are canceling the Yokohama Open on their uh, worlds.pokemon.com. It just says, regretfully, the decision has been made to cancel the Yokohama Open. Please look forward to participating in its fun side events and activities throughout the weekend. <laughs> no good reason. Luck. Yeah. Good luck in those side events, too. Yeah, good, good luck getting into any good event. Luck. Good luck. If you, if you don't know what the Open is... I can explain. Esports Illustrated, not to be confused with Sports Illustrated, <laughs> which <laughs> I think may 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 still be. Uh, um, I, they're probably separate. They're probably yeah. separate. Yes, but I think Sports Illustrated is probably still going on. They're probably still doing their things. So the Pokemon Company announced that all various activities at Worlds would be available to. Spectators not competing in the main competition would be raffled away. Uh, similar to the badges, trainers had to uh, hope f- for enough luck to be able to even watch the live show or go to the exclusive store. Many who were lucky enough to get a spectator badge in the uh, lottery were ultimately unable to do anything with their badges. Correct. So uh, so you you could win the badge for the lottery to get into the show floor and then realize that other things needed tickets that you had to then sign up for lotteries. Then, this is why people are mad, on July 20th, the Pokemon Twitter account stated the Yokohama Open, which was a competitive, which had a competitive TCG players around the world hyped to start off the 2024 season strong, has been canceled. Uh, and the open was for people who didn't qualify for the main worlds, they could participate to then get points going into the next season. So this was something that people traveled, pay, would pay money to, to travel to because one, they want to get a head start on their competitive season. I don't know if you guys haven't been listening to this podcast for the last year, but if you're trying to qualify for worlds, it is pretty much a full-time job. And uh, you need, like, a full-time job income to pay for the amount of hotels and flights and everything else that involves going to California, Florida, Texas, Uh, New Jersey to get enough points to then qualify for Worlds. The the Open has been something they've been doing for a long time. Uh, This is not, like, new. It is new that they canceled it. There's a whole separate conversation of whether they should even have the open, uh, which I I don't think it's particularly good. But that doesn't that shouldn't invalidate the people who have been planning this trip for months to not only see Japan, which the argument is like, well, they shouldn't be upset because they're still fortunate enough to be in Japan for a week and they can tour. And it's like that's like that changes your entire plans. Like if I'm if I'm yeah. if I'm paying all this money to compete to set up for my 2024 season, like I could then use that money to travel to other 2024 events 
Like it's it's just a it's just a bad argument. The amount of money you already spent to just get to Japan to find out barely a month before the thing that you were spending no small amount of money on isn't happening and there's not a good way to get that money back because they're like and this isn't the first thing they're doing this with either they announced the location for worlds they announced the dates for worlds and then like a month later they said oh hey it's a raffle (laughs) yeah you might not be able to go you might not even be able to go i don't anybody from the outside looking in would be like what is this clown show how is this national worldwide most popular brand this bad at doing things like it is such it is such a bad look and it's even worse for people inside they're like yeah i have no way to explain this either it is just bad decisions all around they're still hyping it up and for people who got the tickets and who are going to be able to go to these things it looks like it'll be really, really cool. It looks like it could be an amazing event if you can go. But from the outside, if you're not able to go for one reason or another, it's kind of a mess. Yeah. Um, they, they, had a whole, like, they had a whole tournament info on this, too. It was like, kick off your 2024 season um, at Yokohama Worlds, both for the TCG and video game. Competitions will take mm-hmm. place at the convention center from the 12th to the 13th. Championship points will be the same as a regional championship event, meaning that players will be able to earn points towards their next Worlds. Worlds competitors who have been eliminated are welcome to participate by registering ahead of time. It was structured a little bit differently this year that made that part a little bit harder, I think, but it was still going to happen. Yeah, it even said if more than 800 players compete, the Master Division will be split into two. Like, they had this whole tournament laid out Mm -hmm. on their website. This this was not, it was on worlds.pokemon.com. They had this whole how the Open was supposed to work. Now, side note, I don't think the Open is particularly great uh, because it does, you could say that it's, like, silly to travel to an event to then participate in that event for the next year when that current year's finals are happening like as a as a competitor it kind of sucks because you can't watch those finals because you're competing and as a viewer it kind of sucks because now you're split between watching two things you're watching like the start of a season but then you're watching the end of a season two realistically i think the open should go away and i think they should just do a last chance qualifier like Mm-hmm. They should just have it where they have a tournament and whoever wins that tournament moves on into the world tournament that is happening the next day. I think that is more realistic and more fun and cuz you you could you could win the open and then I don't know your life changes and all of a sudden you can't play Pokemon and like a year later like that didn't matter. <laughs> Whereas yeah. like if you go to Japan, you you're confident maybe there's a little bit of luck you win the last chance qualifier all of a sudden now you're in the world championship on that big stage and that i feel like there's more value there of whether they should do an open for next year or they should do a last chance qualifier they used to do last chance qualifiers a lot more and it feels like they're moving away from that as well too but this is a bad look (laughs) all together 
Is yep. it as bad as uh, just telling people who were protesting that they were no longer qualified? Because that happened in this whole mess too. Oh yeah, the Korean players that are like yeah. now they're still banned for life. By the way, if if you guys wanted an update on the like four Korean players that used metronome, they they are still permanently banned for life. These were some of the best players in the world, by the way. <laughs> So yeah, I I I'm looking at this from a from an outside. I before we get too deep, I I just disclosure: the Pokemon Company has paid for my hotel at Worlds. I I did pay for my flight out of pocket, and I have no clue what things I I don't. I literally, as of we're three weeks away, I have no clue what I'm invited to. I don't know if I'm going to the light show. I don't know if I'm going to the parade. I. Don't know if I can go on to the SS and TCG trading thing. I have no clue what I'm invited to. They just said, we're inviting you out. Would you like a hotel room and a partner press pass? And I was like, thank you. That's very nice of you. Now, that being said, looking from the outsider in, I still can't get over the fact that people bought tickets to Yokohama. They bought flights. They bought hotels. Mm -hmm. And then... Not even two months before this whole thing happened, they were like, it's a raffle for badges. Yeah. It's so... (laughs) It's so baffling to me. And even if you win the spectator badge, there's a raffle for eight other things that you could possibly do. Uh, There's pretty much no chance you're going to be able to go to a thing with a friend. Yeah, like, so so good luck. Like, I, I filled out this ship thing the other day. And I couldn't add a guest. That was not an option. Yeah. You, I, I filled out the, and then I, I sent it to the other people I'm traveling with, and I'm like, good luck if you can get on the ship. Maybe my press badge gets me onto the ship. That's cool, but you don't have one. So th- that's like a weird thing about travel. Like I don't know if you're traveling with like three other people. You kind of want to do stuff with them. You don't want to do everything yeah, with kinda. them. But also, I don't want to go on a ship by myself and be like, cool, uh, like, come back off. Like, man, you really should have been on that ship. It was cool. Sucks <laughs> that you <laughs> that didn't get in. the greatest in. ship I've ever been on. <laughs> the fact that, like, everything is a raffle, like, I, how did they not, like, at what point did they be like, oh, man, we have too many people people coming we have to really raffle all this stuff off like at what point did you did they suddenly do the math because you have been planning this for an incredibly long time you've also been doing worlds for an incredibly long time you know how many people show up on average you know how busy things are you know what sells you have this data like it this isn't your first one it is their first one in Japan, though. Look, the raffle changes. Though, it changes some things. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It change, it, here's the thing. It's like saying this is the first one we've done in Disney World. Cool. You still have a ton of history and interest that you can forecast out and make decisions. There is no way they got to a month before and said, oh, man, we never even thought of this. Like you have been doing yeah. this for <laughs> years. This would be like Gen Con saying, oh man, we have to have vendors. Like you've been doing it for 20 <laughs> years. Of course you do. I, I, it's, it's, it's tough in, in one instance because 
almost everything in Japan has a raffle system of some sort. Like I've talked about this before. I went to like a BTS cafe in Japan. It was bad. It was the worst cafe I've been to. That being said, <laughs> you had to sign up for a raffle be just because there were so many people that wanted to go to the BTS cafe. We signed up for the raffle. We didn't get in. All of a sudden, four people declined that they could make it, and then they re-raffled again, and then we were picked. And we were picked literally like 48 hours before our thing. We said we were coming, and then we showed up, and it was bad. For a hot tip, if you're going to Japan and you have nothing to do because you couldn't get into the world tournament, don't go to pop-up shop cafes. They're bad. (laughs) Go to the cafes that have, like, actually have buildings. They're much better. You also need to make a reservation for most of those. (laughs) And I don't think the raffle is inherently the worst part of it. I think that the timing and the not being able to include a guest... That if those two things were yeah. fixed, the raffle would be much less of a problem. If the, the raffle was is, six is... months before, this yeah. would have been a much yeah. better situation yeah. because who yeah. is booking a flight in a hotel two months before going to Japan? Like, I know some yeah. people are, but like yeah. realistically, like you need to take off work. Prices yeah. go up when you get closer. Like, I-, I would imagine that most people who booked their stuff for Yokohama probably did it five to six months beforehand. So if yeah. we would have known that, that there was yeah. a raffle, people maybe would have waited to see if they got into the raffle before booking. Correct. Like, it should have happened. It's the timing, right? Like, we when I went to Disney World earlier this year, you had to get up a specific time to try to get into a raffle to get onto the biggest rides, right? Like, but I knew that going in, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they had told me, well before me even showing up that like hey these rides are on this system and this is what you need to do if you want to try to get into them on that day and they only they open up at 7 a.m you have to log in put your name in and we'll let you know and just like all other raffles your time of entry can change they will send you a phone saying hey guess what you got moved up get over there for it but we knew that going in this is this this is so if amateurish like what are you doing like you 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 didn't even think about the people that have to deal with this or the timing this was not an expected part of this whole process it was just like surprise and then surprise this thing also that we've been doing for a long time is also canceled why shut up <laughs> Well, it's, it's it's they they created this problem as well. They they did such a good job. Here, let me praise the Pokemon company for a second. They did such a good job at making Worlds an event you want to travel to, even if you did not compete. And this is something mm-hmm. I've been saying on this show for eight years now. Of like, people will come in, they'll be like, "Should I should I go to Worlds? Should I go to regional? Should I go to a nationals?" And I always have like these like. You know, it, I wouldn't fly to this event, but I would fly here. I wouldn't, like, if you lived within two hours, it's worth going. If not, probably not worth getting a hotel. And after a while, Worlds was a thing where you could be like, it is worth flying to. It mm-hmm. is it is worth spending three days taking time off work, bringing your kids, bringing your significant other, bringing grandma. Like, these, these events are now to the point where it's worth going to. I think a lot of people were really bummed that they could not go to London 
because the last couple in the United States were really good. Like the the DC one before COVID was great. And a lot of people regretted not going to that, mostly because like COVID came out of nowhere. And then it was like, oh, I should have should have went to the Pokemon thing before yeah. I needed three years of not being able to. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, you know, COVID is quote unquote over to the point where you could fly uh, somewhere, right? Like you could go to London, but people couldn't afford that. So it was like, okay, yeah. well, that, man, Worlds is back. This one looked really cool. There were so many things happening in London and that's okay i'll go next year and so people saved they saved to go to japan they wanted to go to japan they wanted to go to worlds they wanted it all to be lined up and then again if they would have announced the raffle stuff early if they would have announced stuff earlier if they announced the raffle on the same day they announced the dates like just set oh, expectations. Oh, yeah, the dates of got it, got it. I was like, they announced yeah. Yokohama like a year ahead of time. They announced the, the place <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. months and months before they announced when it was going to be. If they announced the raffle system on the day they said this is when the event is, that would have been just fine. That is when they should have announced yeah. it. Or, I I or also hate to say at this. At least too. you know, at least eight to six months ahead of time when most people would start really planning and trying to get this time off like you can hold off on getting airlines till about three months before because prices do drop when they finally like solidify because airlines cannot solidify their plans six months in advance they're taking their best guess that they're going to have planes and pilots like again when you book way far out you can get hurt quite a lot by the airline industry especially now but Usually people start planning trips about six months out because you've got a lot to get into your system. You got time off from work. You start looking at prices, figuring it out. It should have been before that six months mark, not, oh, it's around the corner. FYI, you'll get here and have nothing to do. It's almost like the 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 free entry. It's not really free entry. If you've never been to a world, it's like eleven dollars to like go. And then they give you like three booster packs, which is you're pretty much paying for three booster packs. But now we're getting to a point where like maybe they have to start charging or maybe there should be like a premium tier where you can get into worlds, but you can also be able to do like three of these events. Like we we saw it with nationals where people bought a spectator pass, but it didn't matter because non-spectator scalpers just waited in line at Pokemon Center and then they got in and they bought anything and it was like, what was the point of getting a spectator pass and picking a time on the website and then waiting in line and then getting in and being like, everything is gone. Like, who at this company are planning these events? Yeah. It's, it's, and it puts such a sour taste in people's mouths of, like their experience with Pokemon for whatever you want to say about Niantic. They at least give you a rough outline of what's going to happen at a go fest early. Like they didn't, you know, we didn't know it was, well, we knew it was Diane when they announced it, but they didn't say, right. But they were like, here's, here's the dates for go fest. Here's the cost of a ticket. Here's roughly what you will get. All right. We'll see you in, four months or however it was how long three or three or four months and then of course like what like two weeks ago we got like all the details of it but when worlds was like okay worlds is going to be in yokohama august 11th through 14th 
tickets eventually things eventually like we didn't learn that there was a light show or a parade or a ship or all this stuff until like a month until after it was already a lottery system and then yep. like oh you missed the day of the lottery well too bad not even if you entered the lottery you would have gotten in but like it's it's i i'm saying it here now they're never going to do japan again as a world championship they're never going to do it again they, they just can't this is such a disaster and it hasn't even happened I guarantee you I'm going to show up at 4 a.m. in Japan time to record with <laughs> Hannah and Greg and be like, yep, I couldn't get into anything. I, I'm going to tell excited. you right now that like it, this is going to be a mess. Again, disclosure, the Pokemon company has paid for part of this trip for me. I'm going to tell you right now it's going to be a mess. They're never going to do Japan again. There's no way. How can they do so many in the United States and it be pretty fine? Even the one in London was fine. The the one they're never going to do Canada again, by the way, because the main reason with Canada and that they're never going to do is because literally half of their volunteers and judges got stopped at the border and couldn't get in. They didn't have enough judges. They're I never going to do. I can. They're never going to do Canada. They're trying to again. do more now than ever before. I understand that Worlds has been really good for a while, but they're trying to do more and more each year. Last year was way more extravagant than DC was. I went to DC. There was some cool stuff, and it was an, a fantastic time. But there was a ton of stuff all around the city last year in london as far as i could tell from the photos and this year in japan with all of the events they're just trying to do so much and they're doing it poorly well they're mm-hmm. also doing it the same time they would have done the pikachu outbreak which is its own festival which should have been separated <laughs> is there not also a community day that weekend too oh yeah there is we don't know what it is technically like like cool you're gonna have thousands of people outside the conventions that are catching probably froki and while the world championship battles are actually like happening (laughs) yeah they need to out they need to hire an event company (laughs) like whoever if they are using an event company now they need to not be using them and go to somebody else that knows how to run events well you would you would because this this is like this is a PR reputation damaging event and people are not go- are, are are not going to commit to another worlds next year until they know what are the rules when are you going to tell me I am not planning a trip so that I can go to a foreign city for this event to not partake in any part of that event if i wanted to go to japan on a regular vacation i wouldn't have picked august i wouldn't have picked august (laughs) i wouldn't have picked this time i would have gone at a different time and planned differently that is crazy Um, to me that people are like well you should just just appreciate you you should be lucky enough that you're in japan like i i I could go to japan for half the cost in a month yeah. <laughs> that isn't blazing hot heat wave. Like, what? Yep. Yeah, I could also not go to Japan. Yeah. Like, your argument is like, yeah, I could have not done this too. I wanted to go to an event that is important to me, to the people that I spend time with. And through really bad communication, I am prevented from doing the thing that I had been looking like in a lot of ways cool that i'm not going this like i would have gone if i still had 
a job. I was planning on like in February, I was planning a trip to Japan for this. I lost my job and said, well, I don't know that I'll be able to afford it. And now it's like, cool. I couldn't have done anything if I'd gone there anyways. <laughs> you could have explored like, Japan. <laughs> I could have with like, but I wouldn't have brought Brent and I'd have been like with you. And I'm like, well, yes, yeah, that is good. <laughs> I don't know what the limit of people they're allowing in. Um, you know, they, they did sell out of normal passes at London. They did sell out of passes at DC. So they, they do have limits. I don't know how close or how far away these events are. I don't know, like, what is in the area of Yokohama. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm also worried about, like, cell phone service, right? Like, are they going to... Is something going to go down? Like, th there was a worry at NAIC that if they had a Pokemon Unite free play area, that, the, that it would affect the internet on the main stage. And they were just worried, and they didn't think that the venue had enough internet to, like support that and so they didn't want to like mess up anything on main stage what's gonna happen here <laughs> i mean to be fair their cell service is vastly superior than almost anywhere else in the world um of of the people that develop cells that buy self like everybody always buy all the companies buy what japan has done right like they are always the step ahead almost every cell phone industry looks at Japan like, okay, well, what are they making next and when can we buy it? Um, so like your service provided you have a phone that works in Japan will, will be excellent. Can't speak to their internet though. Like, <laughs> I don't know what their fiber options are like. I don't know what their general Wi-Fi situation is, but like, as far as if you're sitting on a cell phone and you have a cell phone, that will work in Japan. It is not a guarantee on your phone that that will happen. You do need to check because they do use different frequencies than we do. And if your phone doesn't pick up those frequencies, doesn't matter if you get a SIM card. Phone won't work. If you have an iPhone, you'll be fine. Yeah, I they mean, like, most of them. They, they are, like iPhones. Most of the big, um, most of the big high-end devices will work now, but they didn't in the past. This is this this past year with the with you know how buggy Scarlet and Violet has been their tournament structure Korea just banning their top players uh this event I I think Greg is right they need to probably at this point hire like an event planning studio like I can't imagine a world championship is bigger than like a San Diego Comic Con. Mm -mm. Not that San Diego Comic Con is is run particularly well, but it's 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 run enough, well enough. You, you hear fewer complaints, and the expectations of what like if you want to get into a certain panel, you are sitting there for eight hours. That is a well stated expectation for San Diego Comic Con, right? Like if you want to see the Star Wars stuff, get in line, and it will happen at seven. But you're getting there. 12 hours ahead of time in hopes that you'll get in right like they're very honest about that stuff and i don't feel that that level of honesty and expectation is being done here and it, it is going it is hurting their brand after a, a year of a lot of hiccups uh speaking of comic-con uh, the Pokemon Pokemon offered a sneak peek of the first Pokemon Horizon series episode and a behind the scenes of the production look at production at 
the San Diego Comic-Con. For the first time since the show's Japanese premiere, which was several months ago, remind you, uh, the yep. Pokemon Company International screened the first 11 minutes. Why don't you just do the whole thing? Of Pokemon the series dubbed in English with a special surprise uh, for the panel. Uh, this, uh, I guess the special surprise is like we know the voice actors now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they said, quote, we are incredibly grateful to fans who joined us for our first Comic-Con international panel. And it was an absolute joy to connect with members of the Pokemon community who has contributed making Pokemon animation a success to this day. While providing a closer look at what's to come for the series, Vice President of Marketing has said, as we gear up for the upcoming release of Pokemon Horizons, we remain passionate about delivering animated content with captivating stories and lovable characters to appeal to all fans across the globe. And we look to f- forward to sharing more soon. Outside of the details for Horizons, the Pokemon Company International announced that U.S. and Latin America fans can look forward to Pokemon to be a Pokemon Master collection that will conclude the Ultimate Journeys, the series on Netflix, which will launch on September 8th. The nostalgia will bring back fan favorite characters such as Misty and Brock. It's always Misty and Brock. We'll be providing yep. a glimpse of the future of Ash Ketchum and his Pikachu in this final chapter of their 25 season journey. Um, it, and they showed a trailer for that. So those were the two things that they shown. Um, I guess the the thing that a maybe an average or casual Pokemon fan will learn from this is Sarah Natocheni, the voice of Ash, is back, uh, and she is playing Roy, uh, which is the dude with the Fue Coco, the male main character. Yep. Did I? They probably said who the the person for uh, the girl was, but I I don't have that in front of me. I can't remember her name. Le- no, not Leah. Liko. 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 And the 10 minutes was cool. I mean, yeah, I'm excited. It, it um, knowing nothing about it, I was a bit surprised at the first 10 minutes. I'm like, uh, oh, oh, <laughs> why? Okay. This is not at all. Okay. It's we'll different. See. Yep. Sure is. <laughs> I'm really excited for it. We still don't know when it's coming out. Yeah. Nope. nope. It, it, the th- what's frustrating, like, okay, so you have, so you have, you you have the voice actors. You have it done. It is completed. We don't have a date. We don't have anything. We don't even get the final of Ash's journey until September 8th, which means chances are we're not getting that this year because they generally don't do things around. They don't start new series around Christmas. They tend to wait until mid-January, beginning of February to do anything new. Or September. Or September. Also, I don't recognize the voice actress of of Lego. I looked it up. Are they not a voice actor of other animes? They are. um, Winx Club and Castlevania, the TV series, are listed. I don't recognize... I have not. I have not watched either of those. That's all that I'm seeing is listed as their voice. Act, uh, uh, you think voice credits? Alejandra Reynoso is is the person's name. Do you do you um, think Sarah took a pay cut? Do you think going from like not being the main character? I mean, I guess maybe Roy's the main character, but like this has <laughs> nothing to do with the news. It's just like me being so, nosy. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
in general, voice actors aren't treated like main actors of a television series. Like they don't tend to get preferential. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Contract. Like it depends on what the contract is that she signed it, but it's not like like Tara Strong can sometimes ask for more money, but they tend not to get a lot more money because they are voice actors, and that's usually set at at whatever the contract they sign is so it is possible she has a better contract it is probably not likely given the fact that they're all on strike for this very reason um that 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 she's not i doubt the fact that she's playing a different character because most likely she is playing multiple characters like she always has oh right? yeah she might be like Lulu like, or so She's probably got a base, a, a, a higher than base rate for years of experience and working with the company. But it's not like you lost a hundred thousand dollars because you're not Ash anymore. <laughs> like, right, 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 yeah, yeah. I feel like that's like the thing is like even if she wasn't Roy, which I think Roy is probably a pretty big character, right. obviously. <laughs> but if like she was, you know, just like Bulbasaur, Mareep, and Squirtle. They would be like, well, you know, you're not Ash anymore. You're just the Bulbasaur. <laughs> so, like, yeah, you know, we're well, not going to offer you that way. <laughs> and again, they generally probably only pay for the amount of work that they do. Like, how many hours they put in. It's weird because, again, it's the acting world. The re Everybody wants to get a line in movie because they have to pay you more if you speak. That's why no background actors are allowed to speak. Like, they are forbidden and they are given very specific things because you get a higher pay if you have a speaking line than not. Um, and so voice work and stuff really depends on how much they're having you do. Like there was a big voice work strike a while ago because they did consider doing things like in video game things like the ouches and the grunts and the sops like they were going to pay them more for that and it's much harder to do on people's voices so they had to do a whole new contract negotiation of what you make us do with our voices should get paid more it's a it's complicated it, but they don't pay a ton <laughs> like they are really like we're phoning a lot of this in um as of right now as of this recording there are 14 episodes of pokemon horizons it debuted in japan on april 14th uh it's been a while since ash has won uh i guess that just technically happened in the united states like what two weeks ago on netflix but yeah we don't know when this is coming to the rest of the world so that's cool i guess and who knows if uh they recorded like five episodes and now they can't record any because of the strikes i don't think that the voice acting studio who's running theirs is part of the companies that are being struck. Also, much like A to A said, we agree to all of your terms and signed a new contract. Like they are still allowed to make things. So like if your studio agreed to all of the terms that are part of the strike, they're allowed to go to move forward. It's it's very complicated. Um, but chances are like I didn't when I looked at the the major ones that are being that are being targeted right now, I don't think the voice studios that are doing these are part of the strike. Mm. Not yet, at least they could jump on. Not yet. It could happen 
at any at any moment look ups goes on strike and the world's gonna come to a screeching halt so it's the summer for it <laughs> can't wait for all the uh pokemon cards not to be delivered to yokohama because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i i'm i'm gonna guess that this is still a netflix deal if they're yeah oh yeah i'm sure almost definitely. the weird thing is is like they could also just stop going to netflix and just go straight to the youtube channel like they have this option depending what the contract says I think netflix so netflix reaches more people though yeah true because how many kind times of. are you on netflix and you're like i need to put something on i mean i think <laughs> less than i, I think, used to <laughs> I, I think that's a lot less than people think because it is like a completely separate app like I think with big shows, if they want to go independent, like if Pokemon Company said find everything, like their their standalone cartoons did really well too. Like, and it's only on YouTube. I so think I think Pokemon they could would do it. I think I think Pokemon would still reach new or more people on Netflix, and if Netflix didn't want to pay, or another company like Disney, like they were on Disney at one point, um, wanted to pay, like. There's there's still like a value in moving your brand between things to get money. Mm-hmm. And I, I think at it's this a point, better deal. Like I'm not I'm not a Disney I'm not a Disney boy. Never have been a big Disney fan. But I I I have been hard pressed to meet a parent with kids who do not have Disney Plus because yep. like they need to put something on for their children. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, is like a lot of these contracts are less about money for the Pokemon company and more about the streaming service that has them. Um, so Disney wanted more control because Disney always wants more control. And so they ended that contract, right? Like you don't, you don't get to control our product. And so Netflix didn't net Netflix isn't investing money into this. Netflix is purchasing the rights to show it. So Netflix can make a lot of money. Like they could easily go to Amazon Prime. <laughs> like they, they, they could. could shop this thing around they because could. it's it's not about like the cartoons are being made outside of who's streaming them in America. Okay, uh, Roots have launched in Pokemon Go, although we're running really long, and I don't think any of us have experienced a Root. Nope. I, will... I haven't been able to find any. I went nope. all over my city yesterday and wasn't able to see a single one. I've I... tried to make them, though. I forgot to look. Keyword on tried. <laughs> I think I, I can make Roots. none nearby. Uh, Niantic gave me access to Roots a while ago, but then they said don't make any because it's not out. And I said, yeah. okay. And then kind okay. of recently they started giving more players access to it. I was one of the players who got access to potentially try and make routes somewhat recently, like in the last month. Um, I really tried. I have ever since they announced this feature, I had this one particular forest path that I really wanted to make into a route because it was the path that I would walk every week in college and it got my head on straight. Um, it improved my week every week. And I wanted to make sure that all of the new college students who played Pokemon Go would be able to find this path and would maybe get credit and find extra Pokemon for walking through this forest path. And I thought that it would be a great experience. Unfortunately, it's really hard to get there now that I don't (laughs) go to that college anymore. It took an hour on the bus and then another hour to walk from the bus to the forest to walk another two hours to go through this whole path 
and make it try to make it a route in Pokemon Go. And then I additionally tried to make another route that was from the college to the forest path so that people who were on the college campus could see, hey, there's a route. This goes to a cool forest path. Maybe I'll take it. And by the time I got home, they had both been rejected. What? Yep. Did they say why they were rejected? Nope. It was an entire day's investment trying to do this thing that I thought would be really positive for a lot of people. Immediately rejected. And I... Apparently there was some sort of bug, and I may try again, but I I haven't wanted to try to make any more routes after that. Yeah, valid. I, I'm going to try, because I want this to be a positive feature, and I think it has potential, but there are almost no routes out there right now. So what I'm going to do is look up historical walking paths and try to make those into routes, because I don't know what else to do. I don't have a super big park nearby me. <laughs> I it takes it takes two hours to get to this one place that I wanted to make a route in, and it didn't work. I don't know. I think the feature has potential. I think it is launched extremely poorly because you can get Zygarde now, and theoretically you can get the things to change Zygarde's forms, but nobody can find them because nobody yeah. can find routes. And even when you find a route, it's not guaranteed. Niantic should hire some more people. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they, they, they really should. Mewtwo and Unite, Greg. Let's hear yes. it. Yes. Uh, second anniversary is here. Uh, the new tower defense Tinkaton thing is super fun, but kind of really easy once you've done it enough. It's not hard to... I've done the most extreme version with randoms seven times now. We've never failed it. Uh, Mewtwo, guess what? They had a live letter that said, hey, we learned from Zacian and Zacian really broke the game. So we're never going to do that again. And we're super, super sorry. And then they released Mewtwo and we're like, everybody's like, oh, it's exactly as bad as Zacian was. You learned nothing. But to their credit, that same day, they said, we messed up. We are putting (laughs) in an emergency hot fix for Mewtwo. And they did. Now. People are mad because Mewtwo Steel feels overpowered. And every new Pokemon that comes out, particularly legendaries, they have said in their things, we want them to be slightly overtuned and feel like you're getting a strong value from this new Pokemon. Like a legendary should feel legendary. And after the tune-up, Mewtwo still does feel strong, but it was not like the bulldozer it was when it first released and i will say like everybody was super mad and it's valid i give them huge amounts of credits for the exact same day putting in an immediate hot fix saying hey we overtuned it it was working differently on the play test when it hit live they had cranked everything up way too much and they turned it down so kudos to them um it is mewtwo x mewtwo y is coming in three weeks. They are very different play styles. Uh, Mewtwo X is a melee brawler. So up in your face. The mechanic is very interesting. You gain mega power by fighting. And then you immediately become mega form for a short amount of time. And then go back to normal Mewtwo. 
Y will be a ranged attacker. Um, we don't know exactly how it plays. It should be hitting the plus the the play test server in I think a week or so. And then all the two year anniversary stuff is just as good as the first year anniversary stuff. There's lots to do. Um, I really wish they would have made Tinkaton a playable character. It's not. It does all three evolutions in the tower defense thing. They did all the models. They did all the attacks. You just can't play Tinkaton. But have they, uh, it's they've pretty never fun. turned a Pokemon that was an NPC into a playable. Nope, not yet. And they've added they've added a lot of Pokemon to tower defense that aren't anywhere else. So you fight belly bolts, you fight Alolan Persians and Alolan Meowths, you fight Paldean Tauros, you fight Flamigos like you fight a lot of Paldean Pokemon in this thing. And also you fight some mobs that are playable characters. Oh, so there is a slight hope that you that some of these might become playable characters because in Tower Defense, Greninja, Gardevoir, Mew, the, all these things show up and act like players. They're run by the computers, but, you know, they're they're bots that they're kind of tough to deal with. But like it, it's a very interesting mix. So there's a slight hope that maybe some of these Pokemon that they're including might jump over into Blaziken's. But we know that Blaziken's coming next anyways. Like, they've already announced after this, like, Mewtwo X, Blaziken, Mewtwo Y, maybe something else in between. But, like, we sort of know the progression for the next month and a half. Uh, I think that's our show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for making it to the end. Hopefully next week we can talk a little bit more about roots and there are more roots that exist or or whatnot, but there was also a makeup Squirtle community today because that broke. So <laughs> we're here recording. Yeah. So I don't think any of us really cared about doing a like <laughs> fourth gonna do it again. community. Nope. Yeah, I barely did it this month the first time. So I don't know. That's that happened. Um, but we'll be back next week. Uh, if you made it to the end, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for making it to the end. Uh, what did you say earlier, Greg? What was the thing they should leave in the comments? Oh, the sleep stuff. Rem- Something to do yeah. with sleep. The the I new thing remember. we should base uh extravagance after? Not coffee. Not mm. coffee, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what what should be the replacement? It's cost the same as a as a what? As a cup of coffee. No. We're getting away <laughs> from coffee. Uh, okay, well, we'll be back next week. And then after that uh, week, I will be in Japan and I'm going to bring my recording equipment. So if my background changes, it will be probably the hotel room I'm staying in. Um, we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, it should be fine. Japan has good internet, we think. They, they do. Uh, good for you guys, because it wouldn't change time for you. It would just be like three in the morning for me. So we just got to finish before my Pokemon sleep goes off. Otherwise, Pikachu yell at me that I'm not in bed. <laughs> if the time works. Yeah. If the time works for you. Uh, no, the time would be fine. So uh, we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are super effective. Super still not paying for Pokemon sleep. Oh, heck no. Effective.
This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our producers over on Patreon, starting with Kay, Catherine, Stuart, Tony, Matthew, Casey, Brady, Jessica, Spencer, Brian, Bovine, Stephen, Chris, Josh, Fumes, and Yarny. A huge shout out to all of them. If you too would like to support us on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash PKMNCAST to support the show and we will see you next week.